international. Hello. Hi, Saskia, Gerhard. It's so good to have you both here. And Dr. Merritt, are you still there? My I am. Thank you. Okay, good. You disappeared there off the screen. I didn't know whether you. Oh, am I back? Am I? Do I exist? To you. In another yeah. dimension. <laughs> We That's can, the Ottawa caravan at night. It's my background, by the way. Oh, how cool. How cool. The convoy. How cool is that? Well, right. I always I always like to give you plenty of notice before you come on my show, at least an hour or something. Five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Well, um, I'm so honored to have Dr. Merritt on today. We're going to have a lot of fun. And I want to thank Saskia and Gerhard, of course, Saskia for her translation, Gerhard for his fantastic production capabilities. And we are broadcasting live right now from Vienna, Austria, in, um, in German and you know, off English and, and in German as well. And the first hour we'll have um, Dr. Merritt and the second hour we'll be talking about what's going on in Canada. And we'll also be sending prayers and asking for galactic help to the protesters and in Australia as well and in this country who are all lawfully and pe very peaceably protesting the mandates. And I know they're having a good effect, but um, unfortunately, oops, I got to stop because. <laughs> yeah. And we also have to play the signation. <laughs> Please go ahead. <laughs> you want me? Signation. <laughs> I do the translation later. <laughs> okay, good. Then ich bin mir jetzt den Lotto Song. Das ist diese, ist ja auch ein Song, fast wie einen Prayer, fast wie ein Gebet, so wunderschön vom Text her. Und das ist unsere Erkennungsmelodie für Out of This World Radio Show mit Ted Mar. Hier ist der Water Song. Und ja, dann geht's richtig los. Am Schluss werden wir sie dann ganz ausspielen, aber jetzt einmal zur Einstimmung. Das war sie, die Signation von Ted Marr. A show to make the world a better place. Welcome, Ted. Thank you, Gerhard. I'll let Saskia translate. I get carried away and I forget sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Herzlich willkommen wieder heute zu Ted Marr's Out of This World Radio Show. Heute wieder 
live aus Wien. Radio Soll, unser lieber Gerhard, ist heute unser, wie sagt man denn eigentlich, Sender? Ja, du kannst auch Gastgeber oder wie auch immer, also so wie die Zeit. Ja, ja, genau. Und ähm, ja, wir haben jetzt in der ersten Stunde Dr. Lee Merritt wieder bei uns. Es ist immer wunderbar, wenn sie uns in der Show besucht. Und in der zweiten in der zweiten Stunde werden wir über Kanada sprechen, Australien, was so gerade weltweit passiert. We should have about 39.6 million listeners today, and I want to welcome everyone to the show. We truly have a worldwide audience today, and I'm so glad for that. People are really waking up. So. Also wir haben heute ungefähr 39 Millionen Zuhörer weltweit, und äh, Ted möchte allen herzlich dafür danken. Und äh, wir, wir können sehen, dass eben viele Menschen erwachen und es werden wöchentlich, wöchentlich mehr. I try to get my tie right, but I did the best I could. Anyway. You can take it off. Make uh, it like make, make it like Gerhard. He, he, he wouldn't use a tie. I, I could never use a tie. I would feel no, like really? is, Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, if it's loose, it's loose. So anyway. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, out of this world radio is a nonprofit listener supported station. And if you'd like to contribute, please go to my website at out of this world 1150.com and and we welcome all anything you'd like to to contribute is very really appreciated. Mm -hmm. Out of this world radio ist gemeinnützig und wird allein über Spendengelder finanziert von Zuhörern oder Interessierten, die gerne Ted's Arbeit unterstützen möchten. Das könnt ihr tun unter out of this world 1150.com. Um, now there's a lot of um, there's a lot going on around the world right now, and a lot of governments, like in Canada and Australia, are using illegal um, uh, radiation weapons and EMF weapons as well upon the protesters. Mm -hmm. Es ist passiert weltweit gerade sehr viel. Unter anderem in Kanada äh, werden illegale Waffen gegen Menschen eingesetzt, äh, die friedlich protestieren. And um, um, so I've um, been doing a lot of prayers and meditation over the weekend, and we, they are getting galactic help. And during the second hour, I want to focus on Dr. Merritt first, but our second hour, we'll be doing prayers and meditation um, for the galactics to come in. And they said they will help. So. Also wir werden uh, mit den Pleadern heute zusammenwirken und werden sie um Hilfe und Unterstützung bitten für die Menschen, die vor allem jetzt in Kanada uh, Hilfe benötigen. Das werden wir aber im zweiten Teil der Show machen. Wir werden jetzt im ersten Teil der Show uns uh, mit Limerit unterhalten. Prime Minister Trudeau in Canada and I believe Scott McKay, is that his name? The Prime Minister of Australia? Not sure. Um, they, they're like trap, trap rats in a dark basement. They don't know what to do and they're getting increasingly desperate. They know the game is ending for them. They won't be around much longer. That's what I've been told. Mm -hmm. so. Trudeau als auch der Premierminister aus Australien sind, äh, ja, wissen darum, dass sie eigentlich keine Möglichkeiten mehr haben, hier noch etwas zu kippen. Und äh, ja, wir werden uns, wie gesagt, im zweiten Teil der Show heute mal noch näher damit befassen. And just like on the song, where everyone needs love, and the Beatles were right, all you need is love, I have my favorite 528 Hertz love tuning fork, which I'm going to hit with the crystal from Mount Shasta and the Hollow Earth and bring spread love everywhere.
So we we cannot hear it because your microphone is overloaded. <laughs> Sorry. Every time you hit it, uh, then it, it really yeah, oh, your noise yeah. canceling probably is noise on. Canceling. Yeah, probably built into the system. You know, made with Chinese technology to cancel out love. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's still working. Also Ted hat gerade noch mal seine Stimmgabel 528 Hertz äh, angeschlagen an dem Kristall aus Mount Shasta. Man kann es sehr schwer hören, aber die Schwingung ist trotzdem da. Die existiert trotzdem und gelangt überall hin. And I want to tell everyone quickly that my book, Messages from the Masters, is in German. It's going through the final production stages. It will be out here very, very soon, out of München, Munich. So I'll, I'll let you know as soon as it's coming out very soon. I have to do a few things on it, then it's going to go. So anyway, I want to let you know. For those in Austria, Germany and Switzerland, you will be able to get it in German here very soon. Okay. Wonderful. Also noch eine gute Nachricht, das Buch von Ted, Botschaften der Meister, ist jetzt in der letzten Phase und er wird in Kürze dann in Deutsch erscheinen. Informationen dazu, wo man und wie man es erhält, geben wir dann bekannt. Ja, and then um, if people would like, I do readings for people. I have a lot of spiritual trips to Mount Shasta and Sedona and Peru as well later this year. If you'd like to go, just go to, um, um, just send me an email to out of this world 1150 gmail.com Wer interessiert ist an einer spirituellen Sitzung mit Ted oder auch an den Reisen nach Manchester und Peru, alle Informationen dazu findet ihr auf seinen Webseiten, beziehungsweise äh, könnt ihr gerne ihm eine E-Mail schicken at outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com Yeah, or you can go to my website outofthisworldreadings.com That's plural. Oder outofthisworldreadings.com The trips are not completely updated, but they should be this week. And I think I've, I've spoken enough. I want to bring Dr. Merritt in now. <laughs> Lee, how are you doing? It's nice to see you. Hey, nice to see you all. <laughs> nice to see you. Oh my right. goodness. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you start with your water song all the time, but uh, not to, not the least of which is one of the few songs I know from living in Japan. But um, but yeah. I've been spending my week studying water because um, it's it's interesting, you know, Jacques, I mean, uh, Luc Montagnier died this last week and he was a great scientist, not because he well discovered HIV, which he gets credit for, but which he repudiated actually later in his life. He, he, he went to the, the thing we should remember him for was his courage in science, because he was not afraid to say, hey, I was wrong about something and the whole system is wrong about something. So he, you know, he thought he had the virus that caused AIDS. And then he, in 19, that was 1983. In 1990, he went to an AIDS conference in San Francisco and had the, had the courage to say, you know, guys, I wasn't right because I looked at the T cells and this doesn't take down the T cells, which means it cannot be the actual cause of, of AIDS. No. Okay. I mean, it might be a fellow traveler, it might be involved, but it's not the actual cause. And of course, by then this huge financial juggernaut built around HIV and Fauci and these guys had become entrenched and this huge, all the bricks came down upon his head. But Mm -hmm. He became, I mean, he continued as an independent scientist and much of what he did uh, later in life had to do with water, which is an interesting point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. Okay. 
Ähm, was ihr lieb, spricht äh, Luc Montagnier an, ein bekannter Wissenschaftler, der wohl letzte Woche, wenn ich jetzt richtig verstanden habe, verstorben ist. Und ähm, er war ein Wissenschaftler vor allem im Bereich, was HIV angeht, AIDS, mhm. und äh, hat da einiges ähm, herausgefunden, hat es auch ähm, mhm. publiziert, hat darüber berichtet. Aber oftmals haben diese Wissenschaftler, die gewisse Dinge entdecken, klarstellen, wenig Chance gegen die großen, äh, ja, die da andere Ideen im Kopf haben. Und ähm, ja, sie hat ihn kurz erwähnt, weil er sich auch mit dem Wasser beschäftigt hat. Und wir, sie ist darauf gekommen aufgrund des Wassersongs, den wir immer am Anfang hören. He also said too that everyone would die who takes the shot would die within two years. Well, and actually we called his, uh, I'd say we, um, Judy Mikovits called Susie, his secretary, and, and it turns out they misquoted him somewhat. He didn't say everyone. What he said was that if you take the shot, the, the, the so-called vaccine, and then you wear a mask, you could be dead in two years. If you I take see. the vaccine and then you take any other vaccines, <clears throat> you could be dead in two years. In other words, there might be some things to do to mitigate this, but you can't keep going down the same stupid pathway is what he was saying. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was right too, and he was just about ready to give testimony at Dr. Fulich's uh, Rainier Fulich's trial. Rainier Fulich, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he was just about getting. And some people think that he maybe hit with a directed energy weapon. Something pushed him over the edge. Why did he pass away now, just before that he was going to give testimony? That's what I'd like to ask. Right. Just like Carrie, just like Carrie Mullis and so many others. Right, exactly. Also, it's from auszugehen, that er beseitigt wurde, da er gerade er sollte eine Zeugenaussage machen. Er hat sich ja ganz offen auch dazu bekündigt, wer diese Impfung zu sich nimmt, verstirbt in den nächsten zwei Jahren. Also, es ist, er hat vieles dazu veröffentlicht und hat sich mit hat dementsprechend auch bestimmte Daten und sollte zu Zeugenaussagen kommen, ist aber ja letzte Woche verstorben, so wie viele andere auch, die sich dazu äußern wollten. I was at a water, water conference with him in Germany in, uh, no, no, Budapest, uh, 2018. Met him. Wonderful man. And, and um, he was talking about how Nestle had tried to privatize the world's water supply. Yes. Mm-hmm. Water was um, a public good that you couldn't regulate or sell. Mm-hmm. And there were, actually, there were a couple people in the audience. This is a bunch of scientists who apparently were on Nestle's side and started arguing with him, but the vast majority of scientists um, supported him. Uh, all felt right. the same way. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was really interesting. I remember mm-hmm. seeing that. Well, I just started really looking into, um, you know, there's all the stuff we hear about the new, new biology of water. I mean, I read, if you haven't read it, Thomas Cowan's book on uh, cancer and the new biology of water, mm-hmm. the idea that we are not being told the truth about the water in our bodies and what the... What what the big picture here is and so i went back to look at this then i heard about luke montagnier's work and so i went back to look and it turns out this thing goes back you can say things about water you can talk about structured water which i don't know is that something you guys have talked about structured water um no we haven't but i i do know professor Pollock. He, he's going to give a presentation oh would you like to give a presentation at my conference next month by zoom uh, I'd have to know when it's going. It was by Zoom. Yeah, by Zoom, I probably can. So I've got a couple of things going, but I just was I just was listening to Dr. Pollock's uh, lecture at the University of Washington in 2009. He's talking uh-huh. about, um, but but one of the comments he makes, he talks about how you can talk about certain things about water, but there, if you 
like there are some fiascos and like one of them was water, the idea that water has memory. Right. And um, that right. started with Jacques Benveniste, a French scientist that was, I guess, a friend of Luc Montagnier. Right. And he, that, that got him deplat, you know, essentially in those days, they didn't have called about deplatforming, but they were, he, he lost his funding. And right. so here's this famous, world famous French scientist, and right. he's out in a trailer in a parking lot behind the university, I guess, because oh, he wow. probably had tenure, they couldn't dump him out completely, but he had this huge lab that now is gone, and he's trying to squeeze everybody into a trailer. And that's what happens when you talk about water with memory. And there's a reason for that, because it, it somehow, and this is what I'm working on getting to the bottom of it, somehow impacts immunology, because he was an immunologist, Jacques, Jacques ben, Beniste. Um, it impacts the, the whole vaccine industry. You see, it, it, I think it will make a lie of the whole vaccine industry, which is why they don't want to. And, and so uh, Luc Montagnier was independent enough, he didn't care, and he took up the the gauntlet that was thrown down by Benveniste, and he kept working on this idea of water, and he showed some incredible things with DNA and water. So, I can tell you a couple of things. Uh, I'll let Saskia translate. There's more to add. Yeah. Okay, Luc Montagnier, was er auch worauf auch daran gearbeitet hat, ist eben bezüglich Wasser, strukturiertes Wasser, und äh, an der Idee, die damals aufkam, dass Wasser ein Bewusstsein hat. Und wie Wasser eigentlich in unserem Körper funktioniert, vieles wissen wir gar nicht. Wie es funktioniert, weil uns das äh, gar nicht beigebracht wurde oder dieses Wissen wir nicht haben. Und ähm, er ist zum Beispiel einer, der eben äh, das klargestellt hat äh, oder vorangebracht hat, was Wasser eigentlich ist, wie es wirkt, wie es auch im Bereich der Immuno Immunologie wirkt für uns. Und ähm, ja, äh, Wasser an sich äh, eben ein Bewusstsein hat. Some say uh, Dr. Merritt, Saskia, and Gerhard was murdered. He went into a hospital for some routine examination. He was dead a couple days later. That's oh, Benveniste? Yeah, Benveniste, yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten to that point yet. But, you know, that does seem to be, uh, right. you know, a coincidence. There's a lot of coincidence uh, deaths mm -hmm. surrounding certain topics in science. Right, exactly. And one of the things that Professor Benveniste found, uh, Dr. Merritt, was that He'd take like a, a, a jar of water that a couple of homeopathic drops were dropped into it as an experiment, and then another bottle of distilled water right next to it that was completely clean, nothing in it. After 48 hours, the information in the first one, the homeopathic medicine, would, would migrate to the second one, and they would have that in it as well. So then you've got to look at it, not in terms of just this third dimension, but also fourth and fifth dimensions. Because something's going on here that's not visible in the third dimension, but it is very real. The other right, and I and I had understood the reason I thought it had to do with the vaccine industry the way I understood mm -hmm. it. And like I say, I'm just digging into this to look at the original research, but it had to do with if you put an antigen in the water, right. um, that would be remembered even after it was gone. Right. You know, you could dilute it out until the point that there was none left that could be detected, but the water had memory for it. And that's, Absolutely. and that's so what, what Luc Montagnier did was apparently reproduce that with DNA, right. that he could right. actually send the signal right. that DNA leaves behind with an MP3 file to Italy. And I, again, I haven't, I haven't Let's really worked that, that all out. I mean, haven't gotten dug into the paper itself, but that's what I understand is that you he can transfer the information from the DNA without it actually being present. 
Sure. If you want, I'm happy to put you in touch with a, a scientist in Tokyo that's working on that now. And he said it was theoretically possible to take the, take the essence of ivermectin um, um, and transmit it to a country like Japan or the United States if you had a government that truly cared about the people and didn't want to kill them. But you could send it to a, a city or a state or an area and send ivermectin to everybody. You have to be careful what you send, you know what I mean? Uh, but you could send it to ivermectin and heal everybody within a couple of days. Easy to yeah. do. That was easy to do. And the Russians, the Russians have done a lot of uh, interesting work on this too. Right. And I think the problem is um, when you do this, you, I can't remember his name now. I've got his somewhere. I've got it very close by and it had to do with DNA and scalar waves, but it's a, go ahead. He's a, there's a professor in, in St. Petersburg called Krokov. That might be, I was thinking this guy was Ukrainian, but this might, that might be him, but it, yeah. but basically they, he showed that you could stimulate plant growth using scalar waves right. from the hormone for pea growth to the plants. Right. And he did it in a very, very controlled way. But then when he started to talk about scalar waves and DNA is when they wanted to shut him down. So that's when they wouldn't accept the paper. They, he had to, he had to withdraw it. There's certain things that they just, that's what I, I there's yeah. certain things they simply do not want us to know. And yeah. when you get close to that, they jerk the papers. Yeah, go ahead, Saskia, sorry. Also, we have jetzt über Verschiedenes gesprochen. Wir sind nochmal auf das Wasser eingegangen, das Wasser eine Erinnerung hat oder eben sich erinnert. Zum Beispiel gibt es ja verschiedene Wissenschaftler, die, zum, äh, wenn man Anti Antikörper, Antigene in, ein, in Wasser tut und die dann wieder entfernt, erinnert sich das Wasser trotzdem an diese Antigene. Also es hat Erinnerung. Und äh, so ist es mit allem. Und ähm, jetzt hat sie nochmal angesprochen, äh, war jetzt ein bisschen lang alles. <lacht> ähm, jetzt war es weg. Gerhard, sag mir nochmal schnell, was war das Letzte jetzt? Jetzt war es weg. Das ist auch nicht... Uh, what was the last what you said, uh, Lee, Dr. Um, oh, oh, no, I was making the point that when, there are certain scientific topics that when you get close to them, you seem to either die or get deplatformed yeah, yeah, or unpublished. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, right. they, they don't want certain things out. Also, genau, Sie haben eben festgestellt, dass man auch DNA verschicken kann und dann mit dieser DNA von einer Person, diese Person aus der Ferne heraus behandeln kann, äh, weil diese Verbindungen da sind, die wir auf dieser Ebene nicht erkennen, aber in höheren Dimensionen sind diese Verbindungen immer da. Und das Gleiche ist mit äh, Skalarenergie. Sobald man aber anfängt, in diesen Bereichen zu forschen und tiefer zu gehen, dann wollen die, die das nicht gerne sehen, äh, sorgen dafür, dass oftmals Wissenschaftler, die sich damit befassen, verschwinden oder eben publizierte Artikel darüber verschwinden. Wir haben über den, äh, den Tom Palladino, Skalarenergie, oft schon geredet und wir wissen, wie er ja arbeitet. Er braucht nur das Foto einer Person, um mit dieser Person dann zu arbeiten. So, das sind eben diese, diese Schwingungen, Frequenzen, die wir so nicht sehen, die aber immer da sind. Und das eben geht über Entfernungen hinweg. It's, a, it's really, uh, Dr. Merritt, it's a modern day example of what Galileo went through in the 15th and 16th centuries when he said that the earth wasn't the center of the solar system or the center of the universe. And he got all kinds of grief from the Catholic church and from leaders back then, but it's the same kind of thing where people basically want you to defend ignorance and not, they don't care, really don't care about science. They just have their own 
generation. Or they're using science for their own ends. That's I think it's more that. I don't I don't think that they don't care. They just don't want you to stumble on the truth. That's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. You know. Right. There, there's a book called Tripping Over the Truth that has to do with cancer therapy that, that was discovered at Johns Hopkins. It's actually a, a really uh, simple concept of how you stop cancer. And it, it, at it, and um, Otto Warburg, uh, who was famous in Germany in the 20s for his work, he was a Nobel laureate, he was a physician and a phys physiologist and really a brilliant guy. And he said, cancer is not about DNA. Cancer is about your mitochondria, or you're about your metabolism. That when you don't, and this is, this is the other point. Um, there's so much evidence now that hyperbaric oxygen is so healing to COVID. It's so much better than ventilators. There's all sorts of stuff on that. But see, hyperbaric oxygen is also an anti-cancer treatment. There's all this stuff is, uh, you know, Ivermectin is anti-cancer. Uh, hydroxychloroquine is anti-cancer. It seems to be, there's this, wouldn't it be something if we discovered that cancer is, uh, is we, we know about cancer, we know how to prevent it, but we let it happen because we want to decrease, the, we want to keep the world's population at a certain level. You don't want people to live to 120. You want to keep people down. Right. That, I mean, it's, it's, it, seem, it just seems to be looking that way every time I turn around. It's always the cancer guys. Yeah, right. It, it's, I don't think it's just about money, uh, you know. Yeah. Because this was going on before we had big pharma money. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. Also, wir haben jetzt kurz das Thema äh, Krebs angesprochen. Ähm, wie äh, dieses ganze Thema Krebserkrankung äh, dargestellt wird. Und äh, da gibt es also auch einige Wissenschaftler dazu, die sich damit sehr intensiv beschäftigt haben und äh, sehr viel Wahres auch äh, äh, publiziert haben darüber, dass zum Beispiel Krebs etwas mit dem Metabolismus zu tun hat und nicht eine Erbkrankheit ist und dass Krebs sehr einfach teilbar ist durch einfache Mittel wie äh, Ivermectin, Ivermectin, ich selbst äh, oder kenne CDL und weiß von vielen, vielen tausend Menschen, die CDL benutzt haben, um sich von solchen Dingen zu heilen, dass es relativ einfach geht. Dass uns aber dieses Wissen nicht mitgeteilt wird, damit wir entweder nicht so alt werden oder damit andere sich bereichern können an teuren Verfahren zur Heilung von, angeblichen Heilung von Krebs. Ja. Ja, ja. Well, those are, I'm so happy you brought that up today because that's that's one of the things I study too. And uh, um, I think there's a lot to be learned in that area. Um, and it's actually, I think it's breaking through. They don't want us to learn it, you know? Right. Well, it's like simple things that they could have told us that they didn't, like vitamin D. Right. Now, you know, I'm an orthopedic surgeon and I do spine, I did spine surgery most of my career. Right. And especially in the spine, you can see the evidence of, D, inadequate vitamin D, even in adults, okay, right. especially older women, you can see the, the damage that inadequate vitamin D does. And yet for my entire career, the Institute of Medicine that claims to be the ultimate authority on these things said we only needed 400 international units a day. When that won't, that won't begin to do, I thought I'd throw that German, my, my German letter in. Uh, that won't begin to do anything, okay? 400 my, international units a day when I recommend somewhere between five and 10,000. I take 10,000 a day. So why would they do that? Again, did they really not know? And how hard was it to check? Because 
in about a month, the Indonesians showed us that you could decrease your your death from COVID and your host and your ICU stay from COVID if you just get if people's vitamin D level were above thirty, which is not very much. Wow, amazing! So again, every time I mean I've been in medicine forty five years now, and every time I turn around now, I realize everything they've 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 denigrated. Linus Pauling, you know, brilliant guy, two Nobel prizes in two different sciences for talking about vitamin C. Mm -hmm. They ignore vitamin D. They ignored Otto Warburg about metabolism. Okay. They ignore, uh, you know, you can go on and on Uh, the hydroxychloroquine issue, the ivermectin issue. Right. You know, in this country, I'm just, we're fighting the state medical boards and they've got the news people tuned up to say, Oh, ivermectin, that's horse paste. Don't give it to people. You shouldn't be using it. Right. They don't point out that ivermectin has been given to over four, I mean, over 4.7 billion doses and has saved people from blindness and malnutrition all over the world. Yeah, right. And yet they're, that they've got this talking point that they're getting away with. Again. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's criminal. This is a criminal Rico case. In, in America, we call this a Rico case. Rico this case. is a criminal collusion right. here. Right. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Also, was Lee hier anspricht, ist auch das Thema ähm, äh, Vitamin D, wie uns das verschwiegen wird, wie wichtig aber Vitamin D ist. Und wenn man das in genügend hohen Mengen einnimmt, man völlig gesund bleibt im Körper. Vitamin-D-Mangel zu verschiedenen Beschwerden und Erkrankungen führt und es eigentlich sehr einfach ist, diesen Vitamin-D-Mangel auszugleichen, indem man eben hochdosiertes Vitamin-D3 zu sich nimmt. Ich kenne das selber in Tropfenform, nehme ich das zu mir. Und, äh, aber oftmals wird das nur in sehr geringen Dosen angegeben, die wir zu uns nehmen sollen, aber eigentlich kann man, sollte man hier sehr hohe Dosen zu sich nehmen und kann in kürzester Zeit damit große Erfolge sehen im Körper. Also es bekämpft nicht nur Krebserkrankungen und so weiter, es geht auch gegen alle anderen Krankheiten erfolgreich vor. Es sind eben all diese einfachen Mittel, mit denen der Mensch geheilt werden kann, auf schnelle, einfache Art und Weise, was uns aber verschwiegen wird, ganz bewusst und äh, ja, wenn es jemand anspricht, oftmals dann als falsch dargestellt wird oder es äh, zum Beispiel Ivermectin dann als gefährlich oder man sollte es nicht nehmen. Aber ja, die Wahrheit sickert ja mehr und mehr durch. Well, I always like your perspective, uh, Dr. Merritt, because you always add a lot of common sense to it, you know. Um, and um, just think how much things, how much better things would be if, like in medical schools, they would actually teach some of this, you know. Oh yeah. You know. Well, well and and so we are captured. I, I think we are a captured society. Right. And the right. question is, we we ought to be spending more time looking at who's captured us. Right. But at least I think we can say that we have not been free to do research. We've not been that everything is getting paid by one group of people. Right. And it runs through the pharmaceutical cartel. That's the entire medicine education and training now. Right. And it's what's one of the reasons that in my little state of Iowa, uh-huh. well, not, I mean, we have 3 million people. We're not totally little, but we, we have, we cannot prescribe uh, ivermectin through the pharmacies. They will deny it much of the time. Some of them, the independent guys, the, the compounding pharmacies, good for them. They do it. But the rest of them are uh, being being sent being squeezed not to do it right in ohio 
they're not even giving everyday medicine like doxycycline and azithromycin that we've used for acne for 50 years. Yeah. And it's insane because they don't want doctors to treat COVID. And patients are going to need to wake up and say, we don't want this kind of control over our medical system. Right, exactly. Why should we be denied medicine we can get in Uganda? Yeah, or Mexico. I'd be curious um, if in Germany, it's not over the counter, right? You don't have antibiotics or ivermectin over the counter. You have to go through yeah. your physician and yeah, like yeah. we do. But, in, but in, in all of Africa, pretty much, you can get it over the counter. India, yeah. you can get it over the counter. Yeah. Right. No. Italy, you can get it over the counter. You used to be able to. Now they may be taken down too now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, was äh, nochmal angesprochen wird, ist hier zum, ähm, wir, gerade auch die Wissenschaftler, sind nicht frei in ihrer Forschung. Sie sind irgendwo werden gefangen gehalten, in bestimmten Grenzen gehalten. Es gibt eine Gruppe, die hat das Sagen, die hat das Geld, das ist die Pharmaindustrie und die gibt vor, was, ähm, ja, was rauskommen darf, was äh, der Mensch erhalten darf. Und äh, sie selbst hat auch erzählt, dass ähm, Ivermectin, was sehr erfolgreich bei der Covid-Behandlung eingesetzt wurde, äh, nicht mehr verabreicht wird. Es wird nicht mehr, auch nicht auf Rezept rausgegeben. Das ist verboten mittlerweile, weil man damit, also man will damit Covid nicht behandeln. Covid soll nicht behandelt werden. Also Menschen wird Medizin vorenthalten, die äh, sie heilt von was auch immer und sie erhalten es nicht, weil man das nicht möchte. I've, I've heard of there's a lot of American doctors, Dr. Merritt, who've actually gone over the border to Mexico and they've established clinics like in Tijuana, for example, right, just over the border from San Diego and Los Angeles, just schools so they have freedom to treat patients. Right. And, and, um, and, you know, I lived right on the Mexican border for 25 years and oh, really? um, you could get things down there for cash. We all went down there and got medicine, even oh. for ourselves. We all did. Uh -huh. So, um, you know, you could get an MRI in Mexico for $300 that was exactly the same as the one you got in Arizona for $1,800. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. You know, that's the, that's the difference between cash and a captured. See, the problem is everybody wanted things for free. You know, the, they wanted, they wanted the government to pay for all their health care. And this is what we got when government pays government controls. That's true. And so if you want to be free, you have to be free to pay your own way. Right. Right. You know, it doesn't I, mean you can't take care of the indigent, but you have to be there, there has to be a free market or you're or you're completely controlled by the government agencies. And this is what we warned about in AAPS 30 years ago, uh, the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. We said, if you got rid of government medicine, the costs will go down. The freedom will go up. Couldn't agree more. Good point. Yeah. And this is exactly what we predicted would happen. I didn't expect really to see it this bad in my lifetime, but it is this bad. I went yeah. to Mexico in October, a year before last, I'll tell you this story. And I hadn't had my teeth looked at in 20 years. You can imagine <laughs> what happened when I walked into the chair and then they said, ah! <laughs> but anyway, five, six days later, he's done. Six days later. Oh my later. gosh. And it cost uh, just under $2,000. And the cost up in the Seattle area would have been between 15 to 20 easily, easily. Um, anyway, but they did, they, you know what I liked about them? All the dentists at this clinics were certified in the US. Uh, American insurance took, they were so good. It was the best clinic in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And they were charging $190 per crown. Up here, they charge 15, $1,800. 2,000, yeah. Yeah, 2,000, yeah. easy. 
and it was fine. You know, plus the nice thing, if you were in pain afterwards, you could get a, a whole quart of tequila, organic tequila, <laughs> recommended by most doctors and dentists for $5, a big quart of it. And it was really there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's no, like I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, and, and we had doctors, um, you know, when I first moved uh, down onto the border there, um, an OBGYN doctor, there were three women that had come across the border and didn't have any prenatal care, gave birth, had problems, sued the doctor, the doctor then couldn't afford to pack practice in the United States, went across the border to Mexico and practice, did fine, you know, um, it's a sad situation. I mean, we, we have a very, uh, we were set up for this. This is, you know, medicine has been taken over since 1912 or whenever the Flexner report came off, came out in 1905, but really by 1912 and, uh, and it's just been getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sit my lip now. So sounds good. (laughs) We have just about some Thema Krankenversicherung auch gesprochen. Wenn also der Staat sozusagen, die Regierung äh, das übernimmt, dann sind die Kosten extrem hoch und der Staat gibt vor, wie Menschen mit was behandelt werden können. Wir haben Länder wie Mexiko, die zum Beispiel keine Krankenversicherung in dem Sinne haben. Aber dort ist es so, ich kenne es aus eigener Erfahrung, ich habe dort gelebt viel, äh, eine Zeit lang. Äh, wenn ich dort zum Arzt gehe, kann ich mir das leisten. Ganz normal, weil es nicht teuer ist. Jeder Zahnarztbesuch, ich war doch auch öfters beim Zahnarzt, wenn ich hier zum Tarn gehe und äh, mir einen Zahn machen lasse, kostet das zwischen 200 und 300 Euro, wenn ich das mit Keramik. Und in Mexiko zum Beispiel kostet ein Zahn, habe ich glaube ich 25 Euro bezahlt. Und die Zahnärztin dort hat wunderbare Arbeit geleistet, hat mir auch gezeigt, dass alle Produkte aus Deutschland kamen, weil alles deutsch beschriftet war. Also es ist, was auch immer hier passiert in diesen Ländern, äh, wie auch Deutschland, wo wir extrem hohe Preiskosten haben für vor allen Dingen auch Zahnarztbehandlungen, die auf gleiche Art und Weise in anderen Ländern für ganz anderes Geld genauso gut, wenn nicht sogar manchmal besser durchgeführt werden, hat damit zu tun, dass dieses System hier eben von bestimmten Leuten gele- übernommen ist, geleitet wird. Alles hat wohl 1912 ungefähr seinen Anfang genommen, dass nach und nach dieses ganze medizinische System eingenommen wurde, äh, ja, um eben gewissen Interessen von bestimmten Gruppen durchzusetzen. You know, and it's it's kind of a joke, but it's true. Uh, my friend from India, his sister was coming back from a trip over to somewhere in India, and she was bringing back some ivermectin. Wow. And um, and he said, do you want her to bring you back some? I said, sure. And he, she brought me not back a nice little bag of ivermectin, which is, it's, let's see, how much is it here? I think I figured it out. It was, it was about three dollars a milligram, maybe it was 250 a milligram here. It was one cent a milligram in India. But besides the but besides the cost, we simply can't get it. They've, they're interdicting it at the border. They're shutting it down so we can't prescribe it. And if we prescribe it, the pharmacies won't do it. So I told him, I said, isn't it ironic? And I think his sister is a dentist. I think she's a dentist or a lawyer, some professional. I said, isn't it interesting that Instead of being a cocaine mule, you know, somebody, that's what we call them in coming across the border, a cocaine mule, somebody that gets money to pay to, to smuggle cocaine across the border. Now you can make more money being an ivermectin mule. Oh, that's funny. insane. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, ivermectin too is considered like aspirin here in, in Japan where it was invented. It's like everywhere, I guess. And all over the world. All and you know, and, and I don't know if you're followed, I don't know if I was on since that latest study in Brazil, but in Brazil, uh -huh. they looked at 220,000 people wow. and they had them in three groups. They had a group that never took ivermectin. And then they had a group that took it occasionally, like when they got sick. And then they had a group that was taking it prophylactically, kind of had a regular little dose of ivermectin along the way. If you look at the two groups together that took some or, you know, ivermectin of any kind, they had 50% less death and 50% over 50% less hospitalization and death. Mm -hmm. And then if you just look at the, the group that was prophylaxing themselves with ivermectin, they had zero deaths. Oh, wow. I mean, that's not small chump change numbers. And this should be a cheap drug. So you have to ask, what's the motive of the American government or the German government or the, you know, the British government, the Canadian government? What's the what's the common denominator here? Mm -hmm. right. Where does government? Right, right. Yeah. Also, um, was Dr. Merritt nochmal anspricht, ist das Thema Ivermectin, was ja jetzt verboten ist. Du kommst in den USA nicht mehr ran an das Zeug. Um, und uh, es gibt Studien zu diese zu diese zu diesem Medikament. Äh, aus Brasilien, wenn ich, wenn ich mich jetzt richtig erinnere, mit über 220.000, 220? 220 Menschen. Ähm, 220.000 people or 220? 220.000. 220.000 Menschen haben daran teilgenommen. Eine Gruppe hat kein Ivermectin bekommen, eine hat Ivermectin genommen, wenn sie bestimmte, wenn sie Symptome hatten und eine hat es prophylaktisch eingenommen, Ivermectin, also jeden Tag in kleinen Dosen. Und man hat eben festgestellt, dass ähm, die, die das prophylaktisch eingenommen haben, da gab es keine Todesfälle. Und äh, also ganze Studien dazu, äh, wie das vorbeugend wirkt, dass sie nicht krank geworden sind, sich nicht, haben, haben keine Symptome gezeigt. Und äh, bei den anderen waren eben häufiger mehr Todesfälle die jetzt zum Beispiel in der Studie gar kein Ivermectin genommen hatten. Oh. Well, it's the same with um, I'm taking chlordioxide solution since month now. Hydroxy, are you taking hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine? Or which one? Um, CDS, chlordioxide, is it right? Solution? Oh, chlorine dioxide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, I just don't, I don't know as much about that, but boy, it looks, see, again, the reason I don't know much about it is because it's been suppressed. Yes. And yes. Um, I met the minister, one of the ministers that, that um, had been taking this over to Africa. Yeah. This guy, Alexander Kalka, he is doing yeah. research on this since years and he is amazing. Yeah. And this stuff is, is just incredible what it's right. doing. It's and, like, it's and, like ivermectin. Right. And, and, and so in, in Africa, for example, uh, this ministry that they go over there and he was saying that they can see malaria being cured in a day that yeah. it kills parasites Maybe. like nothing else. Now, that's another yeah. thing yes. we've yes. been lied to in America. And I presume in Germany, too, in yeah. first yeah. world countries, we're not told that parasites are a problem. Right. You know, it's all oh, that's Africa. That's third world countries. No, no, no. What do we do? What, what do you take your dog to the vet for? You mm -hmm. take your dog to the vet to get dewormed, right? Do we think only animals in America get parasites? Mm -hmm. No, we do too. And now the truth is coming out. It may be true. I heard someone say that yeah. all cancer patients are found to have parasites. You know, I don't know if you, if you ever have Brian Artis on your show, Ted, but he's, he's the, he's the guy that got me looking at parasites. Okay. He's a, 
he's, you know, he's a doctor of chiropractic and he uh, was interested in chronic inflammation. A uh, family member had a problem and he didn't like the standard uh, medical approach. And he, he just, he's a good researcher. He just ran it to ground. And he, he discovered that parasites are often a cause of increased inflammation. And he started mm -hmm. treating her with an anti-parasitic protocol. And now she's fine. Whereas standard medicine said she would be sick forever. Couldn't have kids was die in her thirties, you know, yeah. doom and yeah. gloom. No, <laughs> but they're really, what we probably don't have are viruses. What we yeah. probably don't ever get sick from are viruses, but we right. do have parasites. It's not that we don't get sick from some things, but those are treatable. It looks like those are treatable. And this is one of them. And that may be, I, I've heard it does lots of good things, but I haven't, I haven't gone to the step of actually telling patients that are sick with COVID to take it. I do think taking it prophylactically, what's it going to hurt? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. Um, right. I've heard and I, something I didn't know until I talked to minister. Uh, I think it's, it's Bob. He said um, that a lot of times parasites, including malaria present as ulcers, as stomach ulcers. Oh. And he, he said, if you take a few drops, you don't even need the activator, but if you have enough stomach acid, but you can if, just, even if you do the activator, just do three and three, three small drops, and just so your stomach can tolerate it, get a big glass of water and just sip it all day long. And he says, you'll see that this stuff goes away. And I, again, I don't have personal, a lot of experience, but a lot of people around the world do. There's a reason we are not being told about this. Well, of course, I think that's right. So and that they put somebody in jail. Now I keep meaning to interview him on my podcast. I haven't been able to get there yet, but he's actually still in jail for having, um, you know, you know, violated some regulation in america you know. issued by pfizer probably i mean it's right, not even right. by the people anymore it's of the pharmaceutical companies it is all about the pharmaceutical it's companies. all about big pharma yeah. yeah that's one of the reasons why um i left my show in seattle because i could feel the pressure from big pharma as well oh, yeah. as lo local government because i kept criticizing them for all their stupid mandates and i said nothing's working all you're yeah. doing is violating our constitutional rights to freedom. And they didn't like that. So I left and glad. Yeah, I no, Seattle, you were in the heart of the beast there. Yeah, I know. Bill Gates lived about a mile from me. <laughs> <laughs> he probably listened to me. I don't know, but I was there. <laughs> Maybe you just invite him on our show so that he can explain <laughs> what is going on. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go into this during the second hour. But um, I got comments from friends in Ottawa saying that, boy, these new police they've hired to, to stop the protest, they don't seem like they're human. And they're all well, without insignia, and they're cloned and they're paid for by Bill Gates. They are cloned individuals. Well, did you see that they're finding these UN planes up there? There are pictures uh, on Telegram of the UN planes bringing in these uh, new policemen. Maybe uh, the, that's where they came from, and they're paid for by Bill Gates. They're not. They're not there. Then that's a problem. So yeah, right. you know, in America, we have the sheriff's um, system, mm -hmm. where the the senior law enforcement person in every county in America is elected by that county. Right. There's no central. The FBI. The, the 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 nobody can come in theoretically. Any state led any state. Um, investigator, nobody can come into your county unless the sheriff lets them come in for law enforcement. Right. So um, he's the highest law in the land. And that and that's one of the things I keep saying, we need to go down and ask the sheriff, what will you do when 
you know, the UN boys knock on your door. Are you going to let them into our county? Because that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's that's what's happening in Ottawa. And I and and I'm concerned about our truckers going to Washington, D.C. They're I'm going to go. There's a little outpost near me. They're going by and I'm going to go down and support them. But, you know, when they go to D.C., D.C. is one of these crown cities. It's yeah, not really right. under our constitution like we think we are. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just don't want them to be unsafe there. I would rather see them go to all 50 states and surround the state houses. That would be a good thing to do. Actually. That really would be a good thing to do. Because I'm going to tell you, when we went to the state house last week, our state representatives, and we we exposed this whole thing about the ivermectin and all the stuff that we couldn't and, the, and and getting letters from the medical board for trying to treat patients correctly. It was very interesting because always before they kind of ignored us, but suddenly I call it the Trudeau effect. You know, you know, you're going to win when Trudeau becomes a verb, like I'm going to listen to people because I don't want to be Trudeaued. <laughs> you know, that's that's where this goes and we are about there i think that's why they're so desperate with all the stuff they're doing and you brought up the emf the the weapons the, the i think that is legit i think there's enough pictures about these directed energy weapons remember remember we talked about the the two guys or three guys we saw pictures of in israel that started smoking from the head and yeah. and they were what were they doing they were protesting the government Right, exactly. And, and, and they tried, and then the other reason I know that it, there's something to it is because they tried to lie to us. They showed us a picture of an x-ray of their skull, and they claimed it was a smoke grenade that got into their skull. Please. Come on now. I'm a trauma surgeon. It doesn't work that way. If you had a, a, a big projectile go into your skull, there would have been blood and brains and everything all over. What is the one who, who started uh, with smoke coming out of right right that's what i'm there were two guys there were two or three films of this and they were young men they were in israel protesting and then they just fell on the ground and you had smoke coming out and their faces were getting and red. they said that those were robots those What's were that? like robots cyborgs cyborgs uh, you mean the, the, they weren't people they were cyborgs yeah well and i they, mean whatever they i can tell you whatever they, they could be i guess whatever they were not They were not humans that were hit with a smoke grenade. That is mm -hmm. the story that they are yeah. telling the public cannot possibly be true. Right. You know, and, and somebody that's in second year medical school probably understands that, at least by third year. So this yeah. is not a hard concept for anybody in medicine or nursing or anybody yeah. that works in the ER. How, yeah. I mean, but they got away with it because they always get away with it, it seems like, this disinformation. But so there's... I. I don't know if they're cyborgs or not. I'm more likely, I'm more likely, they might melt. I'm more likely to think that they are humans that were hit with something that that reacted with the graphene oxide that they were given with these vaccines. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I'll, it, in, send me information on the cyborg thing. Oh, well, thank you. Now, there's the picture. Yeah, there's okay. one. Of I didn't them. see. And they're trying that. to put them out. They're literally putting, you know, towels over them. And there he is. Yeah. And he's smoking out the nose. And there's one of them you can really... It's hard to see on the secondary thing, but I watched, I slowed one down and you can see one guy it's, I didn't think it was fake because you can fake something. You could probably fake smoke coming out their nose, but it also showed the face starting to get red as if there was something inside burning its way out. Oh, I yeah. really was the robot. It, it, it also the ice started uh, uh, smoking that uh, smoke came out of the eyes right. and the mouth and nose and ears. 
Like right, the machine again, inside started to collapse. Something right, happened to that, this. I, you don't need to be a robot to have that happen. I, I'm going to just say, I mean, that could be a human having that happen. Okay. Ah, okay. I mean, that's why my point is a directed. We know that there's graphene oxide in these vaccines. There's no question about that. We know the Israelis are super vaccinated on their fourth iteration. And we know that directed energy weapons. Well, we know that uh, uh, you can remotely trigger the graphene oxide. That's from basic science. And, oh, you know, really? you can, you can demonstrate it yourself with a magnet and things, you know, that we can externally re react with this stuff and move it and do things with it. So who knows? I'm just saying this potential that they targeted people. Um, remember yeah. we had this recently, the Havana episode where we said that our a whole bunch of people down at our ambassador level, you know, uh, what do you call them? The State Department people were down in Havana, Cuba for mm -hmm. a long time right. in the, it isn't the embassy, but whatever, the consulate down there. Right there yeah. And they started having all sorts of headaches and brain and personality changes and all sorts of complaints. And they felt that they were being microwaved or attacked somehow. Right. That's and right. they brought these people back up here and there's been a lot of debate about it. I mean, at one point they said, we don't see any evidence. Then at some point they said, oh no, on sophisticated studies, we do see evidence that their brains were damaged with something. That's, well, that's a directed in, energy weapon. That's what they're doing in Canberra right now. And they're doing- And I think that is. When you see these people well. that are all burned from just, you that's know, right. it's not right. It's, you know, I mean, it's even more of a case for getting rid of the government down there and Trudeau as well. I mean, how much more will people have to take before this guy's gone? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, well, it's the same. It's the same where you live, too, Saskia and Gerhard. I mean, Gerhard, they, they have a new prime minister now, I, I guess, chancellor in, in Austria. So he sounds better. He's opening up the country and good for him, you know. So um, I think he, they got rid of the mass mandates and the vaccine mandates in Austria. All that was taken away. So. Also ich äh, kümmere mich da nicht so viel drum, aber ich glaube, es wird, ist einfach nur die Impfpflicht, äh, dieser Tag, wo es eingesetzt werden soll, verschoben worden oder so, jetzt okay. einmal. Und es gibt angeblich ja im März irgendeinen Tag, wo das, wo alle... Ähm, 20. Alle Regionen, Der 20. März? Das kann, kann sein, ja. Aber das ist, weiß ich nicht, ob das wirklich so kommt jetzt. Okay, okay. Ja, also jetzt ist es auch... Und du hast nicht uns you know, the US, that you mentioned Canada and Germany, but honestly, it's a, it's a metaphor for our existence that we are, we're being governed by a guy who's, by a demented guy, right. whose best, best claim to fame is his, his nickname comes from a, of a NASCAR driver. <laughs> you know, that's, it's <laughs> pretty know. sad. You know, know, it is pretty sad. He didn't, even, <laughs> he didn't win the election. The whole thing is garbage. And um, he has CGI screen. I mean, And who isn't in the White House. Yeah, he, we're run by a demented guy who isn't in the White House, but is named for a, uh, a formerly successful NASCAR driver. You know, let's go, Brandon. Right, isn't that great? <laughs> Brandon, yeah, I know. It's a metaphor for our time. You know, the leader of the free, free world. I mean, give me a break. And it's not only there, it's every government. It's everywhere. Like, everywhere. It's everywhere. But these are all world economic, you know, and I learned something. Do you know who, you know who Matt Bracken is? No. Uh -uh. Ted? Okay. So Matt Bracken is a former Navy SEAL. Okay. 
and he he used to sit in for Alex Jones sometimes. A really okay. good guy, uh-huh. but he was a, he was a former Navy SEAL officer. So uh, he and he was a Russian studies major at UVA before he went into the Navy. Uh-huh. So he came on my podcast, and we were and I was asking him about um, about just about a, a variety of things. But one of the one of the points that he made is, you know, I was talking about the World Economic Forum. All these guys, Angela uh-huh. Merkel. Um, uh-huh. Uh, Trudeau, Macron, uh, I can't think of, there are a whole bunch of, oh, Clinton, well, not Clinton, a whole bunch of these guys are World Economic Forum graduates. Right, yeah. That's and right. before, but, and so they kind of control who becomes the power players, who becomes the leaders. They're the, they've, they've intercalated their people into all the leadership positions. Right. But before it was the World Economic Forum, uh-huh. it was the, um, uh, the Rhodes Scholarship. You couldn't be the president of the United States or do any of these things unless you'd been a Rhodes Scholar or you'd gone over there. And and what I learned from Matt Bracken, who was, you know, that was the Cold War when he was studying Russian studies and things, as I did, too. But he, he he's more more into the in, inside story on it. But he said every one of those guys that went to England to study in the Rhodes Scholarship, they also took a spin over to Moscow and they stayed in the Hotel Russie and they would end up getting, you know, stuck with some woman in a in a hotel room that turned out to be underage or whatever it was that got to them and they and they would photograph them and then they'd say but don't worry you know don't worry comrade would just you know just later you you owe us some favors and that's how it works interesting you know mm-hmm. so you know so now we have we've just segued from the road scholarship to the world economic forum and the great reset the um, the deputy prime minister of canada is named crystal Chrysalis Freeland, and she's oh. part of the World Economic Forum too. And she just yes. press conference, and she said that these draconian measures that Trudeau has for Canada are permanent. They're never going to be let up. That's what she said. Right. And isn't that an interesting term you just used? Draconian. draconian. Where does that come from? Uh-huh. Right. It means a severe penalty, a draconian penalty, right? right. That's true. Draco? Draco. The Dracos. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. I, I mean, it's, you can't make this stuff up. I know it. I know it. I know it. Language is starting to come out. We're starting to recognize it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. Fox News, Fox yeah. News, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name on Fox News that Tucker. people like? The, Tucker, Tucker Carlson, Carlson. Yeah. Has, has a whole thing about how Trudeau is Castro's son. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I there's, said, oh, my gosh, there, they're actually saying this now on mainstream media. There was a cartoon that came out a couple days ago. Um, it, it had Hitler on one side and Castro on the other, both tugging at Trudeau saying, you're my son. <laughs> <laughs> and they were fighting over him who to claim as their son. So anyway. Um, Merkel is this the daughter of Hitler. That's, right. so that's what I was going to ask you Germans. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, uh, do you think there's some truth to that? Yeah. The pictures yeah. look good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And they say Hillary Clinton is the other daughter. He had two daughters. That was the other one. Oh, that would explain a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we get these people? Well, and that's and the and the other thing is yeah. just, you know, on the simplest above board, no conspiracy theory needed system. Yeah. What's the chance that two people, both Skull and Bones members, are running against each other for president in the same year? You know, so, 
you know, a, a club that is the super exclusive, only 2,200 members in its existence in America for 150 years or whenever it was founded, like in, in 1890 or 1920 or whenever, only 2,200 ever members, but two of them just happen to be the presidential candidates running against each other. Exactly. And then when you take it a little step further and you look at um, what is it, the peerage, Burke's peerage, Burke's peerage demonstrates that all of our presidents are actually uh, members of the Merovingian royal family by some, in fact, Gore was a direct descendant of Charlemagne and um, Bush was a like a great, 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 great nephew. Huh, interesting. This is not, we don't have, we're not electing our super officials. Saskia, du musst wieder übersetzen, bitte mal dazwischen. Yeah, yeah. Wir haben jetzt ganz weit mal ausgeholt. Wir haben jetzt einfach mal über unsere sogenannten Präsidenten gesprochen, die wir da weltweit haben, die eigentlich einem bestimmten Club angehören und dass die Führenden dieser Welt immer wieder auch die nächsten Führenden schon festlegen, die wiederum einem bestimmten Club angehören müssen. Heute ist es das Welt Economic Forum, also vorher war das Road Scholarship und dann war es oft so, dass äh, diese Menschen, die in diesem Club waren, vorbereitet wurden für ihre Rolle als Führende, ähm, oftmals dann ähm, gefilmt wurden oder fotografiert wurden, äh, wenn sie mit minderjährigen Kindern zu tun hatten. Das heißt, sie wurden erpressbar gemacht und äh, damit konnte man sie eben auch steuern. Und äh, das ist das, was generell was sehr gängig ist und praktiziert wird. Und äh, wir haben jetzt noch mal ein bisschen über... Ähm, Trudeau, der ja äh, angeblich auch der Sohn von Castro ist, äh, das muss wohl auch über Fox News gelaufen sein und dort äh, sogar äh, ja, angesprochen worden sein. Ähm, ich hatte mal gehört, dass zum Beispiel die Angela Merkel Tochter von Hitler ist und die ähm, äh, Hillary Clinton ebenfalls. Ähm, also solche Dinge, wer weiß, ich weiß es nicht. Und ja, also das haben wir jetzt kurz mal uns es war jetzt mehr so ein Geplänkel über, über das, was da oben sitzt und meint, uns äh, sagen zu müssen, was wir zu tun und zu lassen hätten. How can we make the world a better place? Mm -hmm. How can we make the world a better place now? <laughs> this is the well, show. I think, I think uh, Gerhard, I think um, this, this, all of this stuff is ending soon and that's why they're getting so desperate. I think so too. You know, that's what, I mean, for the Australian and Canadian governments, and I'm waiting for Biden to use that next. Maybe I shouldn't even say it, give them ideas to use the, you know, the radiation weapons, the EMF waves. That's, that's totally illegal and it's hurting these people. I mean, they, they hit them with these radiation weapons in Australia and Canada. A couple of years down the way, maybe they'll get cancer. I don't know, you know, and it's difficult to prove the causality, but, uh, but people should go really go after them. And I, I think their time is very limited. I'm looking at Trudeau may, maybe being in another two weeks. Um, the Australian government's going to be ending soon. They have elections in May. Um, I don't see them winning under any circumstance at all, personally. But yeah. unfortunately, the elections only put the same kind of people in there. Right. That's our problem. That's the problem, yeah. 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 Nostradamus told me um, several years ago, that in the future, the governments themselves on this planet will become a lot smaller. And the, they'll become a lot smaller because people will know how to act. You know, you don't need like geese police 
you know, uh, regulating policing a flock of geese that they're flying too fast and giving out speeding tickets. That doesn't work very well, but we'll know how to act. All of us have God within us and we'll, we'll tie into that God. So we'll treat each, treat each other with love and respect. Now it's different from other civilizations, other species visiting this planet. We will have a, a government then, but it will be a smaller government to interact between humanity and these, these other extraterrestrial civilizations that will be here. But mm -hmm. As far as regulating our own day-to-day -day activities, really won't be necessary. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm seeing. That's what he said, and he's, I think he's correct on that. Also, was Ted jetzt angesprochen hat, ist, dass die Frage von Gerhard, wie machen wir jetzt eine schönere Welt? Wie schaffen wir das denn jetzt mal, das Ganze jetzt auch endlich hinter uns zu lassen und in das Neue einzutreten? Und was eben kommen wird, was auch Nostradamus Ted berichtet gesagt hat, ist, dass die Regierungen, die wir haben, werden wesentlich kleiner sein werden. Denn wir selbst als Menschheit werden im Bewusstsein so angehoben sein, dass wir wissen, wie man sich eigentlich moralisch korrekt verhält, wie man miteinander umgeht, friedlich und harmonisch. Deswegen werden Regierungen oder Überwachung, Polizei und so weiter gar nicht mehr nötig sein. Es wird mehr als eine Übergangsregierung, denke ich, geben. Und ähm, ja, so wird es Schritt für Schritt gehen. Dass, dass man das nicht von heute auf morgen schafft, ist klar. Es wird Schritt für Schritt, um auch alle mitzunehmen und dass kein Schaden entsteht. Aber ja, ich denke, wir sind bereits auf dem Weg. I think most people know how to act and they treat each other, uh, you know, well, um, with respect and truth and harmony. There's only a very small percentage that go against that. And they're going to be gone soon with the rising vibrations of the planet. We've only got about six more months left of third dimension before we shift into fourth dimension in August of this year. And then after that, uh, we'll be shifting into five dimension, the fifth dimension by the fall of 2024, which now has been moved up by six months because of all the actions of the Canadian truckers. And I'm glad the American truckers are also uh, waking up now as well. And, and they have their own, um, um, you know, their own convoy going. And so I think it's left Barstow, California already for Washington, D.C., but I think you're right. It would be good to go around each state capital, um, you know, but um, it's a start and I'm glad that they're doing it. So that's a good thing. But the convoy bei uns haben sie in Wien den convoy nicht erlaubt. Der wurde nicht gemacht. Der geplant war, Saskia. Ja, das ist ja die Sache. Also man soll es ja trotzdem tun, oder? Ich glaube, in, in USA war der convoy garantiert auch nicht erlaubt. Es geht jetzt aber darum, sich trotzdem zu trauen und das zu tun. Ja, aber du haben es dann nicht gemacht. Ja, also da, ja, was soll man dazu sagen? Das ist klar, dass die, die Regierung das nicht will. Ja, aber wie, wie ist es dann? Es war ja eine europäische Tour geplant. Wie ist es bei euch gewesen? Ich habe keine Ahnung. Weiß ich tatsächlich nichts. Bisher nichts. Uh, Gerhard just said that um, there was a, a travel convoy also in Austria, but uh, they didn't allow it. Of course not. So people didn't Do it. They, well, they stopped them. How did they stop? Yeah, they, why, did they, why did they stop? Why didn't they do it? I don't know. Just do it. You know, like in Canada, yeah. Trudeau doesn't, doesn't want them and Biden doesn't want yeah. people to organize yeah. here either, but we just do it. You know, the hell with them. Don't, don't right. ask for permission. That's, that's what we need to do. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Maybe later this year. Yeah. I don't know what it needs here in Europe that people stand up and they really do it and they don't need a permission to do it so they do it because they need to do it and they want to do it well the, the canadian truckers started when one one person a lady in vancouver area canada decided to stand up and get some of her friends together who were truckers 
and it's and there was so much discontent it just spread like wildfire it was the same thing it just just happened you know <laughs> with canberra it was the same way actually gerhard if you want it only it's only a minute minute and a half let's go ahead and play that segment that's it's the one i emailed you the last email there my friend you'll see if we can play that but just over a minute i want to show you this was taken about a uh, week week and a half ago um, about the number of people. Since that time, it's grown to um, something like over 2 million right now in Canberra. That's, that represents about, uh, uh, I think it's close to about 10%, over 10% of the, of the country's population is there now. Um, yeah, if you want to play that, that would be great with the audio would be good. That's a drone overlooking uh, the number of people in Canberra. This is like- And where is it? Ted, where is this? It's, oh, that's awesome. It's, Canberra, it's Australia. Canberra, Australia, yeah. Yeah, yeah very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, also, we see video about Australia and Canberra here with half million people. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, and that was like a week, ten days ago. But I think it'd be fun to play that. It's got a nice song to it too. I think you'll enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's only below a minute. Thanks, Gerhard. Appreciate it. I'll make it speaker view, so it'll play. Okay, also das haben wir eingespielt, dieses Video. Okay. Auf welcher Seite kann man dein, diese Show auch mitverfolgen? Wo kann man das sehen auf Facebook? Um, Thank, you. Thank you, my friends. Yeah. Gibt so einfach Out of this World Radio und Ted Ma ein und dann kommt man automatisch zu seiner Seite auf Facebook. Ted Ma O T W Radio. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Gerhard. Anyway, yeah. And then I've got, I think I, I, I did see the, um, there are pictures, there's a video of the UN planes landing in Ottawa. And, and there was, snow, there was snow all over the ground from the previous night's um, snowfall, but these planes didn't have a, didn't have a bit of ice on them. So they, they had just landed within the last couple of hours before that video. I think I may have sent that to, um, Uh, Gerhard as well. We might as well run some of the other segments. I've got their little segments. They're they're only like a couple of minutes each, and um, is, is Ted. That's it. That that's it. Yeah, go ahead and play it. That's it, Saskia. Yeah. It's we, not. It's not. Uh, it's, not um, it's not a video. Okay. No, this is from Queen Romana Ditolo, oh, and okay. she said, oh, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah. He said, I previously mentioned these aircrafts without flags and UN aircrafts belong now to the Allied forces. Really? 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, the other thing too, is that what I got, I was meditating on it earlier today uh, with some uh, of uh, a friend over friends in Texas, psychics in Texas. And we have a lot of fun looking at this stuff. And uh, she was saying that the, the police in Ottawa now are cloned and you can see that because they're not wearing any insignia. They're standing there expressionless. They're part of a hive mind. They were, they were paid for and created by Bill Gates and flown in through the United Nations. And these people now are killing people. And we can start, we can play one of these things. There's an actual video of, of horses trampling this elderly lady that just went right through the crowd. There were several more people dying. Know, that's horrible. It's horrible. But Trudeau doesn't care. It's like, whatever you have to do, I don't care how many people you have to kill, do it. So we can go ahead and um, get hurt if you like. Um, Let's see here. Um, there's four of them I sent earlier by SendGB. Uh, we can do the first one um, and, and play that now. Do you want this uh, Canada police murder of elderly women? Or- yeah, that'd be good. Let's start with that one. Yeah, that's just, and you can see her on the video too. And the police say that she was, she was belligerent and, and challenging them. She wasn't at all. You'll see this from how much they're lying about it too. You'll, you'll see here. Yeah, it looked the, like she just was run down. Yeah, she was run down by the by the horses and the clones that killed her. So um, anyway, we can go ahead and that, that'd be great. Thank you, Gerhard, for playing that. Appreciate it. Sorry, the computer is slow today. That's all right, my friend. It's not a big file. It's only about four minutes or three minutes, something like that. So um, yeah. But um, I'm th- I thank God for uh, for Telegram. Um, there's BitChute, of course, and Rumble, but uh, Telegram. There's a lot of stuff coming on Telegram. Go ahead. You know, I'm following this queen, Romana. Yeah, yeah. And I have a really, really good feeling about her. Okay. And she's just uh, be careful and be mindful of crisis actors throwing themselves in front of police horses and cars. It's an old trick used by politicians, and NWO paid controlled oppositions to gain sympathy from the public. I see. Okay. Uh, That's what I was wondering. Is this is this real? We can't tell what's real anymore. Is this real or was this not real? What they tried was they are trying to do military operations in Ottawa and to do the arrests, but with all these people around, they can't do anything. And people were asked before and truckers were asked before to leave Ottawa now because they have reached what they wanted Uh, since the third of February. Um, Canada is free and uh, there was no way that they wouldn't leave these actors and this was the way they they acted. Okay okay interesting some are saying now I just got a text that the woman did survive but I don't know it's Uh, this woman uh, is an actor she's an actor yes she's a paid actor by Trudeau they are using the druggers so they can't be arrested Wow. You have to so, be really careful with all this information going around. It's why so I'm the, the person getting trampled was a paid actor. Sasha? Was a paid actor. They're using also children and women. Huh. Why would they? Why would they want to show the government running people down? Though I don't get it. What's the? I would have thought they'd shown them not doing that. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Because they don't want people to leave. They want them the, the crowd to stay there. So that military can act the way they need to act and to clean the grounds there. I see. I and they see. asked the truckers to leave because for 18 hours they were ringing their horns and it was loud and it was really, really, really awful. 
And those were also paid truckers. They used this whole freedom um, movement for their own um, whatever think, they wanted to do. I think it's going to backfire on them, though, because uh, it's yes. Now they, uh, I have a lot of videos here from this from the Queen. They are walking down the streets, and truckers have left now. I see. It's, and uh, military now can do what they need to do. Oh. And here's a crisis actor doing his stunt. Look at that. The guy with the flag? Oh, no, oh, I see. Oh, I see. Yeah, crazy. he just fell down in front of the truck. That's trying. Okay, now that I get, he's trying to make the trucker look bad. Maybe look the bad. person with the horse just didn't get the memo about who she was supposed to fall <laughs> in front of. <laughs> well, it's terrible. I shouldn't laugh, well, but I mean, I, yeah. we we know this is happening. We see it on our southern border all the time, right. where there's a famous picture of this woman with um. Uh, like four children and she's running and it just they, it shows the same picture and it shows the same picture at multiple border crossings same children same mother it's just and crisis actors right and, right crisis uh, actors. that's right that's right i think biden is a crisis actor myself um if he's if we actually voted for that demented old guy if that's really <laughs> biden i'll eat my hat i really will <laughs> I'd like I'd like for us to um, take a minute and I'm going to ask everyone right now to put their hand over their heart and ask for the Galactics and the Pleiadians to um, help the freedom, uh, the, the, the truckers in uh, the freedom fighters in Australia, the United States, Australia, New Zealand, everywhere around the world where there's there's conflict right now, because we do need help. We're getting hit by um, um, radiation weapons in Australia and Canberra and Ottawa. People are getting fried. The government's trying to kill them, um, and um, we need we need help. This is beyond our capability. You know, the, the the truckers are peaceful, but what do you do when you're the government is trying to kill you? You know, the forces between behind Biden are just as ruthless as the ones behind Trudeau and the the ones in Australia. So we do need help, and I well, I'd like to ask their help to neutralize these weapons and give us mm -hmm. the power and decrease the energy of the of the evil ones, especially Trudeau and Biden and the rest of them. I think um, in 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 Australia as well, and New Zealand, and the rest of places in the world too. So I'm asking them to give us help. This is a free will planet. They always say you have to ask for help. So we're asking for help now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, um, mm -hmm. this is get getting to, put to the point where um, we do we do need help. Okay, we do need help. What I read, Ottawa is peaceful. There's no mayhem. I don't know if it's, if it's right. It's only on your TV. You're watching a show. Right. It's, it's I declared yeah, Queen. Right. I declared martial law February 5th, 2022. I lifted all COVID-19 restrictions February 3rd, 2022. Trudeau and his cronies are long gone. Parliament is empty. All politicians and corporations governments exist only on TV. Right. We are watching a show. Ottawa, Canada is already free. People just need to know that they are free. There are no more restrictions. Right. This queen is in a total, she has all military backup. She's in, 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 in the position now to, to lead and to, to do this. And she has really military stuff behind her. Um, Dr. Merritt, I, if you like, I can send you information about her and also the people. Oh, who I work. follow her on Telegram. No, oh, I, great. I mean, yeah, no, no, I started. Oh, but are you on the right? Is this, you have to watch. She has many, many um, channels that are not okay. true. Yeah, so that you don't use a fake channel. 
Interesting. But, uh, so it's, you know, you would, I never would have believed any of this 10 years ago, but I don't, but I can tell you, looking at Washington, D.C., it's empty. You yes. know, people that are there and they walk around, where's, where, you know, I used to live there. It was like bustling. You couldn't have a day, even a Sunday. People are coming in and going out of that Capitol building. There's a fence around it now. Right, exactly. So right. if people think this is crazy talk, it's not, there's something very, uh, crazy going on, but it's not us. I, I have yeah. to say, we we yeah. need clarification, but the media has made us live in this matrix, and now it's time to, to break out of it. Right, exactly. Yes, there, there, really, there are no politicians. Right. Q, yeah. Q told about us weeks, months ago that there's there aren't any governments anymore. They are not. It's only what we see on TV. There are holograms, but there are actually no more governments. Right. You yeah, see have the already been done. people. You know, you see pictures of these people and it's changed. Yeah. I mean, Trudeau, the pictures of him, yeah. there's different pictures over time. He can't be the same person. Yes, a couple of years ago, Trudeau flew down to Florida and then went over to an island close to either Epstein's Island or close by. And when he flew back, his wife, when he went back to see his wife outside of Ottawa, you heard this story? I heard this. Said, You're not my husband. Who in the hell are you? Right. And then and then she started complaining and she I think she wanted a divorce and they threatened her to keep her quiet. So she hasn't been heard from since. But guess who guess who donated a lot of money to the freedom truckers in Canada? Sophie Trudeau, Trudeau's wife did. Oh, my gosh. So she did. So is she being investigated now by the RCMP? <laughs> Has her bank account? Interesting. But she did contribute a lot of money to the truckers. So she's sick of it, too. And I don't know. Well, uh, and then there's Elon Musk contributed a bunch, like forty thousand dollars to the right. Elon Musk. Now that's so. Who who in all this is Elon Musk? Is he a vampire? He is an old vampire, a real vampire. Many thousands of years here. Because you know, he, his grandfather was the Canadian head of the technocracy movement. He's really? not a good guy. Yeah. Elon Musk okay, is, so, is not a good guy. Yeah. So I. I that's interesting. Well, so he's he's in the lineage of Queen Elizabeth. There, okay. I mean that's she's a descendant of uh, Vlad Dracul. Also, if you look at the <laughs> oh, the, 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 the the royal line, she's right. a reptile. She's an, a reptile. Reptile, yeah. But she has now COVID. That means she is uh, gone. Right. That's how they get rid of him. That's they, the that's, that's the COVID. secret code. Yeah. But she's already she's long gone. But now they are in 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 on our media. They are telling that she has COVID. That means right. um, they are coming out with this information that she will right. be. Well, it's easy for them to make a body double or a clone. There was a video mm -hmm. I saw two days ago of, of Hillary Clinton walking into this hotel in New York City, and they were all protesting against her. But that Hillary Clinton was a good six inches or almost a foot shorter than she normally was. I know. She had the, ma the mask over this part of her face so you couldn't see anything. I mean, it's just all fun and games. You know, basically, it's it's all- It's a like show. That. We are watching a show. Right, we're watching this stuff. Now, but somebody I is keeping people from getting medical care. So if it's all been taken down, right. why do we not have, is it just that the word has got, not gotten to the lower level government agencies? Why are the medical boards being active? Why are that? Why that? Why is that machinery still functioning? Right, right. How are things going, by the way, my friend? If you want to talk about it on air, or we can talk later. Oh, sure. No, I think. Um, in fact, I'm I'm starting a, uh, a the Red Pilled Medical Society, and your your price of admission is you need a letter of condemnation or something, a letter of concern from a medical board, and then you submit it with 
they all ask you these questions and you submit it with a referenced answer to one of the questions. That's what your price of admission is. And, and it's, an, it's a place where doctors who are being persecuted by their medical boards can get together privately. That's what we're going to do. Gonna we're just getting this started. But what's happened is, again, I, I, I hope that the truckers, I mean, I, it's kind of sad thing that it's, it's completely over now because I think they really did have an effect even at our local government, like I say, that well, they, not, they not, the, the governments not. don't, they realize the power of the people suddenly. And when everybody shows up, it makes a difference. It doesn't make yeah. a difference to go to your congressman and your, but, but. We throw petitions you know, in the trash bin. Yeah. So the problem is this is now a, these, these, the, what I've learned is, and this is probably true in other countries, but in America, we used to have no licensing for physicians. And then, oh, you know, you have to license them to make sure you don't have quacks. So then we have licenses, okay? And then we shut down the alternative medical school. So it's all the same, all is we learn all the same stuff. We don't learn nutrition. We don't learn preventive medicine. It's all the same stuff. And we have licenses. And then to control those licenses, we had state medical boards, but they used to be a group of doctors in the state appointed by the governor and it was an okay system for a lot of years, but then it became a political football. Now it's not, it may be appointed by the governor, but she doesn't have any control over it anymore. He or she doesn't have any control over it. Right. The, it's completely outside the law. The mm -hmm. state medical boards are independent actors. They are now under the federal, there's a, there's a, the FSMB, the federal uh, something of medical boards, federal society or federal something a system of medical boards and they want everybody to have uniform edit, uniform you know regulations and licensing and that's just a matter of controlling all the doctors under one small umbrella in washington dc and that's where we are and so now when we get these letters they weren't they weren't they were sent out by a criminal investigator not a doctor we don't even know if the medical board doctors looked at them and they're accusing us of medical disinformation and of of prescribing drugs off label. Now, that's in America, 21% of the drugs prescribed in hospitals are off label. No. So they're going to have a hard time taking anybody down over that. That's insane. Right, right. And the other one is, um, you know, I'm a spine surgeon for since 1986. I was with Dr. Wilty when they first came up, they first developed the first pedicle screws. And from 1986 until 2016, and currently they still do it, we've used pedicle screws. And it was off-label until 2016. So for what, 30 years, uh, it was off-label and it was used by every spine surgeon in America. But now they're coming after us for this, they're saying. Off-label means what? That, that, they're, they're... That, that the FDA did not approve it for this. But you see, well, when the FDA it. approves a drug and then somebody discovers, hey, that antibiotic is great for high blood pressure. Right. Nobody goes back and gets it reapproved for the high blood pressure. They just start using it. Right. You know, and that's what the same thing with ivermectin. It's same thing with lots of different things that we have done that. And that's why I say 21% of the drugs in the hospital, um, some of the major drugs that anesthesia uses, one of my friends is a radiologist. He says that, you know, the drug that we use to prevent you from having allergies to the dye, the contrast material that they use for uh, radiologic procedures, that's off label. I mean, they, all these things are off label. So that's a not, but the disinformation is the part that we're really, uh, we went to the state house and talked about because unfortunately the disinformation dis def definition comes from people who are bought and paid for by the big pharmaceutical companies. And that's how we get this uniformity of thought. Don't ever think anything different. You're yeah. a, you're a criminal. If you don't think exactly what the, what the universities think, well, yeah. 
the, the other side of that is that the half-life of truth in medicine is 20 years. 50% of what we think is true today in the medical journals, when you look at it and you go back 20 years, you'll find out half of that now we don't believe. That's about the, the, so the idea that you have to think what, you can't go outside of what the medical journals are saying or what your professors are saying is completely false also. But they're just using it to terrorize people so that doctors don't speak out and care for people right. outside of their system. Right. But we're doing it anyway. I'll I mean, let, that's going to not stop us. I'll let Saskia translate, so. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought we were. And where do I, what do I translate? I just realized that I haven't translated for half an hour now. <laughs> I just realized that too. I thought we'd moved on to another phase. I was just hanging around to listen to you guys talk about the truckers. So, <laughs> well, I I love having you on the show, uh, Dr. Lawrence. So you can talk about the truckers and and yeah. a lot of other things, you know. Um, um, are we going to talk about the truckers again, or should yeah. I just translate what we already? I'll, have I'll, I have to go anyway in about ten minutes, so I'll look. Okay. okay, let me let me just let me share this with you, and we can translate this. Saskia, make it easy. Yeah. Um, there was a videotape. I have it. Um, I saw, watched it yesterday, where the FDA commissioner is saying in the U.S. Saskin Gerhard, they're saying that they the the companies like Pfizer pay them hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to hire certain people to approve their drugs, and what Pfizer and the rest of them want to do is force us to do vaccines every year. It'll be a cash cow forever. Right. for them even want. though it's not necessary it doesn't work it causes people a lot of harm and killing kill. people i'm sorry and killing people and killing people too yeah he was on a hot mic he didn't know it was on the guy oh, himself that's how he became so honest with the video and the audio on and you've got him the head of fda telling all this crap and you're thinking oh my god that's smoking gun evidence <laughs> you know there's no issue that's the guy and he's saying we openly accept bribes from the pharmaceutical companies to approve their drugs. It's a big, and that's what they officially. We knew that officially because that's the way it works. They, right. the pharmaceutical companies, pay them to right. be regulated. Right. They pay for their own regulation. Right. They give them the studies that they do. FDA doesn't do any studies independent. The, the pharmaceutical companies does the studies on their own drugs, submit it, submits it to the FDA with a big check to pay for the regulation. I mean, it's just an insane system that would be considered yeah. kickbacks in any other world. Yeah, right. Yeah. Also, was Ted gerade angesprochen hat, ist äh, FDA. Das ist sowas wie das RKI hier in Deutschland. Die, ähm, da wurde einer gefilmt vom FDA, der das aber gar nicht wusste. Und der hat ganz klar gesagt, dass ähm, sie zum Beispiel von Pfizer äh, eine bestimmte Menge an Geld bekommen haben. Und äh, Pfizer dafür die Genehmigung für ihre Impfung erhalten haben, damit sie die an die Menschen weitergeben kann. Also es wurden nie irgendwelche Tests gemacht, es wurde nicht kontrolliert, so wie man das, wie der Schritt eigentlich ist. Ein Medikament, ein neues Medikament wird so eingeführt werden, wird getestet in einem bestimmten Zeitraum und dann erst kommt die Zulassung äh, über die FDA oder auch RKI läuft es eben so, wer, das, wer genügend Geld bezahlt, der kriegt das auch so durch und seine Zulassung dafür. Und ähm, das ist unter anderem eben bei Pfizer ähm, so gelaufen. Und äh, ich glaube, ich habe das auch gehört, äh, diese Aufnahme. Ich weiß es aber nicht mehr, wo. <lacht> äh, aber ähm, kann man sich, kann vielleicht, kann man bestimmt irgendwo noch mal finden. Where can I find this um, information? On Telegram somewhere? Or Ted? Oh, about the FDA? Yeah. Um, I'll send you the link. I have yeah. it. I actually downloaded Perfect. it. Perfect. Um, but um, I mean, I could find it in a few minutes. Um, yeah, I could I could look for it now. Yeah, I'd like to hear the hot mic. I, I just knew right. this from that's the way it worked, but I didn't okay. hear that particular. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let me uh, let me see what we can do in the meantime, um, since these segments are are, um, are really short. Gerhard, if you wanted to play one of the segments I sent you, that would be kind of fun. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, I cannot play it. I um, had to. We, I would have to restart the computer, I guess. Oh, okay. Do you want so, me to put the videos on a thumb drive and send it to you in the mail? And then um, I'm just kidding. We'll get yeah. It. yeah, that's fine. That's so, fine. And uh, I, I want you, uh, I want to, um, also ich möchte dich bitten, dass wir auch heute pünktlich um 11 aufhören können. Ist das okay? Yeah. You just ask if we can uh, uh, finish at 11 today, at 11 yes. p.m. 11 p.m. or 11 a.m.? He wants you here all night. <laughs> sure, sure. We'll we'll be we'll be punctual. We'll be punctual like the Swiss train system. Um today. I have my nurse yelling at me, so I better go. But thank you guys for having me on. Thank you. Please. Nice seeing you all again. Thank great you. to see you, my friend. Thanks for coming on with an hour's notice. And yeah. Um, yeah. great to have you. So see ya. Thank well, you. Guys. All right. Bye bye. Much love. <laughs> bye bye, Dr. Merritt. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, good. Well, we've got um, exactly uh, 23 minutes and 12 seconds left. Um, and so we've got lots to talk about. I want to. <laughs> <know>. um, <laughs> um, it reminds me, I mean, we've got all these videos I sent, but basically the videos show that they're using these high, these, these radiation weapons and uh, dirty, uh, dirty uh, uh, EMF waves against these protesters. And what they're doing is that they've got like, I saw one police car, it had like a screen on it, Gerhard and Saskia. It was about maybe, oh, I'm, I'm not sure in, in, in meters, but maybe a third of a meter. Okay. I have it here somewhere. Yeah, okay, you've got it there. Yeah, it's, um, if you want to get it out, but it's, 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 like a, it's like a computer screen and they use that mm -hmm. to beam it at people and they're trying to give them radiation burns and, and kill them. And um, people are noticing that. I mean, that's But not. Is this really happening? Is this true? I've seen. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen in interviews that some of the videos I sent you had videos of people who were radiation burned from that. But know? is this really happening now? It's happening in now. Upper? It doesn't seem like this, this. This is real. It's like with the horses and all this stuff. Um, because yeah, when I see the videos in yeah. all Ottawa, it's all quiet and peaceful. Yeah. Well, that's what I've got from the videos I sent. But it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. I, I have I have seen it too. I'm, I'm trying to find it. Well, well. Um, anyway, it's the truth. The truth will come out. You know, regarding what's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And then the police in Ottawa, they have these uniforms, but there's no insignia. They they're part of a hive mind. I've been told they're clones created by Bill Gates and controlled by Bill Gates and paid for by Bill Gates. And so they're they they march. <laughs> they marched in unison across the protesters in Ottawa and they were starting to hit the people in their heads. I mean, very vicious and they have no emotions. These aren't humans. These are clones being used by Trudeau. He's getting desperate. I don't think it's going to work. You know, this kind of violence is not going to work. Um, you know, um, so I, I do see it ending here within about two weeks. Then Trudeau will be gone within about two weeks. That's what I'm getting. So, um, it was already gone. Bitte? Ich dann einen Artikel zeigen, was ich heute da bekommen habe. Uh, okay, also Ted spricht an, dass eben in Ottawa Polizei unterwegs ist, die keine Markierung hat. 
und die angeblich äh, auf äh, Menschen losgeht und auf Menschen einschlägt. Ich muss mich, also ich distanziere mich von solchen Informationen, weil ich dem keinen Glauben schenken kann. Ich, ich, ich glaube, da stimmt was nicht, weil das nicht, ich fühle da was anderes. Das ist aber das, was Ted äh, gesehen hat und ähm, es passt aber für mich nicht mit der Information, die ich habe, was da in Ottawa stattfindet. Jetzt sag mal du, was du hier hast. Also ich habe heute in einer österreichischen Zeitschrift, in, also Tages, äh, Tageszeitung, das ist der Standard. ja. Interessanten Artikel gelesen, die erste globale Studie gibt es jetzt, zum, wo gezeigt wird, dass die Flüsse weltweit sehr toxisch belastet sind. Also, also es sind hohe Konzentrationen in allen Flüssen mit Antibiotika, Pharmazeutika, alles Mögliche. Und da wurden über 1052 Standorte, lese ich da, eben geprüft. Und ich wollte das noch in den Kontext bringen, ist unglaublich, also Östrogene und alles das, also diese ganzen Medikamente und, und Hormone, was da alles ihm schon im Wasserkreislauf ist. Also der Mensch ist ja untrennbar verbunden mit dem Wasser und äh, mit dem ganzen Wasserzyklus. Also klar. Mhm. Und jetzt äh, stell dir vor, was jetzt noch alles zusätzlich ähm, äh, durch die Impfungen ausgeschieden wird von den Menschen und in den Kreislauf kommt. Das ist ja auch bedenklich. Also die Reinigung der Umwelt und unserer Flüsse des Wassers ist ein ganz wichtiger Punkt gerade. Okay. Okay. What Gerhard says is that in his um, newspaper, there was an article about all the rivers on earth that are highly toxic, toxic mm -hmm. because of all the medications we are taking, anti, Interesting. Okay. Uh, antibiotics, um, yeah. also now the um, mm -hmm. vaccine people, um, all this stuff is also going down our toilets oh, and then later into, yeah. into the water oh, wow. okay. uh, and how it affects us all. Wow. It's not only them, but also medications and um, Yeah, every every stuff you take finally ends up into in in our waters. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Gerhard, send that to me if you like. I'd love to see it. I know a couple of years ago, it was about four or five years ago, the city water of Portland, Oregon, was tested, and it was found um, that they had a lot. There was lots of cocaine and antibiotics in the water because so many people were taking antibiotics and so many people were snorting cocaine in Portland, Oregon. And it's the same in Seattle too. And what happens is that the, it goes into the, um, not only the water systems for the city, but also into Puget Sound, into the water. And now salmon and fish have cocaine and antibiotics in their, yeah. in their bodies now. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just crazy. That's true. It doesn't disappear. You know, once mm -hmm. you throw it down into the drain, it goes out into the ocean. It's a circular thing. We're all, we're all together in this, in, in one world. It's all the same interactive thing yeah. you know yeah. um and that's that's one thing that president kennedy told me over a year ago he said once people realize we're all one they'll stop polluting the planet and stop treating each other you know with violence or or any any disrespect because we're all one right if you hurt somebody else you're really hurting yourself too it doesn't make any any sense you know right. i mean right. for example if you've got roundup which is carcinogenic uh what do you do with it if you want to get rid of it you, can't pour it if you pour it down a drain it just ends up in the water system somewhere 
um, burn it, well, that goes into the air. I mean, it's it's like that, you know, all these pollutants, what do you do? Yeah, everything is polluted. There's nothing that isn't polluted. That's right, yeah, yeah, that's true. Was interessant war, is that in den um, Städten, in den Großstädten, wo eher mehr um, Lebensstandard ist, also oder auch um, mehr Wirtschaft ist, im Vergleich zu den um, Landstrichen, wo halt arme Bevölkerung ist, dass in den reichen Bereichen ähm, eher Antidepressiva und Koffein sehr stark vorkommt und auch ähm, Mittel zum Beispiel gegen Diabetes und diese Dinge. Und in den armen Ländern ähm, im Gegensatz dazu Schmerzmittel, <lacht> interessanterweise, dass die unglaublich viele drin sind. Und noch irgendwas, ich glaube, äh, okay. also es ist unglaublich, also es ist ja total unterschiedlich, was ja. das auch aussagt über das Verhalten, was die Menschen in den Städten, wo sie im Stress, im Hamsterrad sind und wie, wie depressiv die Menschen in den Städten eher sind. Ja, ja, ja. ja. Das okay. Heißt, aber es ist arg, dass es jetzt endlich einmal auch eine, eine wissenschaftliche Studie darüber gibt, wie gefährlich das ist, was sie ja. das ja, das wollen sie zusätzliche Filter in die Kläranlagen einbauen jetzt, die das auch noch filtern kann, aber das ist urschwer. Ja, bevor das umgesetzt ist, ist ja trotzdem ein ewiger Kreislauf. Das Meer ist ja genauso betroffen. Alles aber ist ja davon betroffen. helfen ja die Periade, wenn sie dann sozusagen dürfen und kommen, dass, sie, dass wir mit neuen Technologien diese Natur Richtig. wieder reinigen können. Ja, genau. Also nicht nur die Periade, sondern auch die Menschen der Innererde, die auf diese Technologien alle haben und die, sobald die Möglichkeit dann da ist und wir soweit sind ja an der Oberfläche, bringen sie uns diese Technologien an die Oberfläche, um hier dann Wasser zu reinigen, Nahrung zu reinigen, die Luft zu reinigen und so weiter. Mhm. Ja. Naja. Well, you know what's going to happen, my friends? Six months from now, we're going to look back. Things will be a lot better. The planet will be far more quieter, more peaceful than it is now. We'll be getting ready in six months to go. We, we'll, we'll just be going into the fourth dimension at that point, because that's all we've got left. Mm -hmm. uh, air travel will be open again. Things will getting back to normal like they used to, but in a good way, because I think people will learn how to you know, treat each other with respect and more harmony. And a lot mm -hmm. of the negative forces, including a lot of negative governments, will just be gone because people mm -hmm. won't put up with it. I'm looking at Trudeau leaving within two weeks, Biden within three. Once Trudeau falls, it'll be like dominoes, then Biden will fall. Because there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing propping up Biden at all. Even the, the mass mandates out here are all falling apart. Mm -hmm. you know? And we're seeing Australia just opened up after two years of being locked down. They're finally going to allow tourists to come in after two, two years, finally. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. country, a lot of nice people there. And Germany will have the same thing. I mean, I don't see it lasting much longer and they're just desperate you know they're very desperate it's um but nothing's going to work and yeah. what a what a what a time to be alive what a time to be uh here to watch this all happen you know mm -hmm. the purpose of this show is to make this world a better place and give people hope for the future because we have a lot of good things in store for us mm -hmm. i um during the darkest days i think were last fall november and december especially december just a couple of months ago. And at that point, um, I was told by Adama and my guides on the other side that things would start turning around the middle of early, mid-January. And actually they have. And I was, I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. 
um, because I live in a Washington State's hair is horrible here, um, but um, but things are getting better here too. Um, yeah because the Democrats in the United States are looking north to Canada to see what's happening there and Australia too. And they're seeing that, that they can't continue this fascist dictatorship forever, you know, mm -hmm. and the people are mad. And most, the most amount of money, by the way, um, in the United States came from the Seattle area for the truckers, from people in Seattle, because it, we, I always, I always think that, according to the to the to the polling system, that it's a it's a it's a bastion of all these horrible policies and liberalist so-called liberal Democrats. But most of the money came from uh, Seattle area for the truckers in Canada because people in this Seattle area too are, are tired of it. So that's that's uh, the Democratic Party's power base, you know, basically. Um, but even that's now eroding. They're losing. Nobody's going to vote for them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, nobody's gonna in their right mind. We have Dominion voting here, which they're able to change the election results. But even with that, it's not gonna work because yeah. there's so many people will be so angry they're gonna, you know, vote against it. So there are states here in the United States which was never never shut down. Like Texas is a wonderful place. A lot of wonderful people there. South Dakota, um, Florida is another one. Um, a lot of states were never locked down, but if you get to the coast, this is where you, it's like Washington, Oregon, California, really bad. New York's bad, um, but not the whole country. Not the whole country is different depending on where you are. So mm -hmm. um, even here, it's getting better now. So okay. um, um, Gerhard in Vienna, I read a story um, where they were forcing, they were, the police were stopping people to see if they're vaccinated. Is that stopped now? They're not they're letting people go. They let them walk around freely in, in Vienna now, or what's it like? Yeah, I can't hear you. Meinst du, ob noch ein Impfzwang ist, oder was meinst du? Ja. Okay, also, ja, also irgendwie ist das Gesetz noch eben noch nicht exekutiert. Es wurde zwar aus, also verabschiedet, aber es wird noch verzögert alles. Und mhm. Ich habe den Eindruck, das wird nicht durchgehen. Ja. There was a mandatory man a short program, but uh, they, they delayed it, is that right? They moved it to another month. Ja, richtig. So it's, it's not being executed. Ja, ja. Könnte man das sagen. Ja, ja. So, no, they will, it's there, it will, there will never be a, a, a mandatory shut. No, program it, for nobody. Not. They're just talking about it. They want people to be scared so that they are going to have their shots now. Yeah. But they, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, I was told that this fall, December, November, was the darkest hour before dawn. And I think it was, actually. A lot of scary things coming up. I mean, here in Washington State, our, Demo our worthless Democratic governor uh, started to build detention camps for those who hadn't taken the shot, permanent camps where you'd never get out. And then they came out with a proposal to um, give the shot to children as babies as, as, as young as two years old. But there were, there's were there been thousands and thousands of people protest, uh, protesting against it. And so it's been all quiet now. You don't hear about it. You know, it's all very quiet. So um, I think they're going to, they've realized they failed. So just to remain strong, you know, we're almost there. And like I said, six months from now, I think things will be a lot, a lot better than they are now. And in a year, 
Um, I think we'll be shifting into, well, 4D, fourth dimension in six months. And then 5D now has shifted six months faster. So now it's going to be like September, October 2024. And by the time this summer comes around, we could be shifting early 2024 or even late 2023. It's coming that fast. And mm -hmm. it's we're doing it. Notice we're getting help from benevolent extraterrestrials, but we're doing the work. And that's what they wanted us to do. And that's what we signed up for in our soul contracts. Mm -hmm. So that is happening now. It's finally happening, you know? And even people who've taken the shot, um, I think they're realizing now that perhaps they've made a mistake and they've seen a lot of their friends and neighbors die from it. Mm -hmm. And um, they're getting help. And I think help will be available for them as well. So not as many people will die from it. So all in all, it's a good, it's a good turn of events. I don't like to see anybody die, frankly. I really don't. And, um, but um, I think things are starting to turn around finally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's thanks to your help and, and everything, Gerhard and Saskia for helping me out with this show. And, and it's, I think we're helping to make the world a better place. That's the whole thing in a very positive way. So, uh, um, oh, I always, I wanna ask you for our next shows. Um, I don't have a calendar in front of me, but uh, two weeks out would be March 7th. And then two weeks after that would be March 23rd. Is that, um, is that good on your schedules? Did I get the right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Perfect. All right. Good. All right. Great. Great. As you guys, a short translation of what yeah. you have said the yeah. last 20 yeah. minutes, Ted? Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> At least a little bit. Ooh. I haven't done a lot of translation today. I'm sorry. That's okay. You've been great. <laughs> You've been great. Next day, I'm going to do a better job. Uh, uh, yeah. So, also was Ted jetzt nochmal gesagt, ich fasse es kurz zusammen. Ähm, schon in sechs Monaten wird der gesamte Planet als Gesamtheit in die 4D übergegangen sein. Und äh, weil, wir das Ganze, weil das Ganze jetzt so beschleunigt wurde, wird natürlich auch der Übergang dann in die 5D relativ ähm, eher schon kommen. Eigentlich war es für 2025, jetzt ist es sogar schon 2024. Und wenn das so weitergeht, dann kann auch schon 2000, Ende 2023 äh, der gesamte Planet als Ganzes in der 5D angekommen sein. Es sieht gut aus und ähm, es hat sich viel getan. Das Blatt hat sich gewendet. Äh, was wir jetzt im Außen sehen, ist einfach eine Show, wie ich immer wieder sage. Äh, seid vorsichtig mit allem, was ihr euch anschaut, hinterfragt und fühlt vor allem hinein in die Informationen, die ihr präsentiert bekommt. Ist es tatsächlich so? Es, es wird viel... Ähm, ja, viel äh, Fake News noch verbreitet, viele Fehlinformationen. Es wird vieles falsch, falsch dargestellt und ähm, einfach die Informationen fühlen, mehr ins Fühlen gehen und ähm, sich distanzieren von Wahnsinn im Außen und sich sicher sein, dass wir, dass wir auf einem guten Weg sind. Licht hat gewonnen, da ist nichts mehr dran zu rütteln. Die Reste, die, die schütteln wir jetzt auch noch ab und dann geht's ab. <lacht> Und dann kommt dann bald vielleicht auch die galaktische Allianz, also dass die Erde wieder in die Allianz der Galaktiker eintritt. Und ähm, ja, ich denke, das wird sogar schneller passieren, als wir uns das jetzt momentan vorstellen können. I also um, would, uh, I like to encourage everyone to sign up for my Galactic Wisdom Conference. It's just 55 dollars mm. for the whole weekend. It's at www.galacticwisdomconference.com. We have a revised schedule today with new speakers coming in. Um, so that'll be, that should be changed this week. The other thing is, um, I'd like... When is, when is your uh, Galactic Wisdom Conference? 
Also ganz wichtig, die galaktische äh, Konferenz von TED findet am 12. und 13. März statt. Ähm, man kann sich dafür anmelden, für das gesamte Wochenende, um alle Sprecher zu hören. 55 Dollars? 55 Dollars, ja. 55 Dollar. Und das kann man tun, die Anmeldung über www.galacticwisdomconference.com. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know you're busy, Saskia, but I'd love to do maybe a little intro. We could do one in German together. Um, mm -hmm. sometime in this week or this weekend or next week, whatever's good for you, just let me know. Okay. Yeah, and then we could do it by Zoom and I'd upload it on the site. So, because I know we'll have a lot of listeners as well. I don't want to exclude people just because they don't, you know, speak, speak English fluently. Okay. Ich habe gerade nachgeschaut, ich, ähm, der nächste Termin in zwei Wochen, der geht, aber der übernächste nicht am 21. Da müssten wir es vielleicht am 28. März machen vielleicht. Okay, the 21st of March, uh, Gerhard isn't available. Maybe we can sh do it. 28th? How about on the, either on the 28th or the 14th? It doesn't matter. Um, what's good for you? We could do it on the 28th if you want, sure. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, oh. Is it, uh, you have to shift also the other shows then? Is it? Yeah, is it... Not, yeah the, no, no um, kind problem. That'll be fine. Okay. Maybe, yes, maybe we can have it on the 21st then. Yeah, we can have it on, um, we can have BBS. Um, I'll, I'll, they're, they're flexible. The time's available. I'll just make sure that that's done. Not a problem. Okay, okay that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That'll, that'll work out fine. Well, um, I want to thank you both for coming on today and help and translating Saskia and helping with all the production. <laughs> Um, we have somewhere right around, um, let's see what today's show, we've gotten in um, $39.6 million in over 100 countries, with about, uh, we have about 25, 25-30% of that is in, is in, in Germany and Austria and Switzerland. So we're getting, we're getting, there aren't that many shows that do what we do. So we're getting a large audience there as well. So that's nice, that's nice. Okay. So if you want, uh, we could start the show, the water song um, show ending. Okay. The, the let, me just, let me just say that Out of This World Radio is a nonprofit listener supported station. If you'd like to support us, Just go to my website at outofthisworld1150.com and contribute anything you'd like. And I'll look forward to seeing you all on, uh, well, it'll be a week from today on BBS Radio. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also nochmal ganz kurz zur Erwähnung. Uh, TED's Show ist uh, gemeinnützig und die, die ihn gerne unterstützen möchten, können dies tun. An dieser Stelle nochmal die Webseite www.outofthisworld1150.com und wir sehen uns in einer Woche über BBS Radio wieder. Wer möchte? Okay, wonderful. Okay. Also dann, bye bye. Love to you both. Bye bye, vielen Dank. Bye bye, <lacht> vielen Dank. Bye bye. bye, -bye. <lacht>
Radio, Radio the all-in-one solution for entertainment. Hey, okay.